Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. I am Michelle Kane. My company is Voice Matters, and I am here both in the recording booth and if you're joining us on YouTube Live or Facebook Live, welcome. I'm here as always with my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hi, Michelle. I am hanging in there. I've been struggling with a little bit of a cold, but I'm good. How are you? Yeah, tis the season. I've been hitting the uh, yeah. the Tylenol sinus here and there thinking, oh, <laughs> the sun's shining, the days are longer. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> but I'll yeah. take it. I will take yeah. it. It's not shoveling white stuff. Uh, you know, days, days are looking brighter. So I'm 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 cool with that. Just have a yeah. little bit of that muddled fog brain that I think maybe comes with that time of year. So whatever. Hi, Chip. Thanks for joining us. Um, We've got Chip Griffin in the audience. Um, Yeah, I think that the fog, foggy brain is is probably par for the course um, of 2020 and all that we have been experiencing and the stress. And so because everybody's feeling that I was feeling that even before I had this kind of head cold going on. So Yeah. 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 It's a marathon, not a sprint. So. <laughs> For sure. For sure. But, but as solos, we're still ever the conscientious bunch. So today we're talking about, you know, spending to scale, you know, how to grow your business, you know, whether you're on a tight budget or if, you know, you have a little chunk of change, maybe you got your stimulus and you're thinking, hmm, how can I use this for my business? Spa day is my recommendation. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's just me talking. Actually, I'm I'm going to have trees taken down. How exciting and a grown up is that? That's so adult of you. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, you know, but that, back on that's topic. Not a, that's not a bad idea. But yeah, I, I love this topic because, you know, investing in your business, you obviously invest your time in your business, um, but you can invest your time wisely. But One of the things that I see happen a lot is that, you know, solos and small businesses, obviously, you don't have the the huge coffers of a big company. And so, you know, wisely, you're kind of managing your spend and you're keeping your eye on dollars and, and trying, you know, to keep a cap on it because we all know that there are up and down periods. That's just business. Mm-hmm. Any business, whether you're big or small. And so you always want to make sure that you have, you know, that cushion so that you can ride out any down cycles and, and that you're prepared for, you know, the expenses and some of the, you know, things that are unexpected that may come up. But you can watch them so tightly that you actually hinder yourself from growing. And, you know, I think one, one example of that is that if you are spending, you know, 20 hours on a task that you actually could either buy a tool that automates it or makes that workflow more efficient or outsource it to someone that is less than 50% of your hourly rate, then what you're doing doesn't make sense. And, and I think that a lot of times when we're small, we don't think in those terms, but it's so important as a business owner to really start to become comfortable in learning how to make, you know, not just decisions about the tactical part of your business and about how you serve your clients, but also 
really begin becoming more comfortable with business and financial and economic decisions and step taking a step back, putting yourself into that CEO seat and really thinking through. Um, I'm always amazed that people are like, oh, that costs, you know, $200 a year. And I'm thinking, but you just spent 50 hours doing it. Yes. <laughs> so you actually paid more. <laughs> yeah. And that 50 hours could be 50 hours that you yeah. were investing into business development, into right. taking a step back and looking at your client strategy, growing business with right. current clients and thinking about the ways that you could serve them better. I mean, it that time could have been spent in much better ways. I, I, I'm so glad you brought up thinking time because, you know, I'm number one guilty of it as well. You know, especially when you are running your business, you're thinking of that as an indulgence, right? When it's really something that is necessary, both for your client's sake and, and for yours, you know, it's, it's, it's essential because how are you going to, take your client to the next level and and how are you going to keep things you know going if you're not taking the time to just sit and think it's you know it's it's not a waste of time it's not indulgent and you know play that old game of turn it around if you were you know advising someone else well of course you would tell them to do that why are why am i why are you know why are we so special that you know we don't need that time to just sit and go, hmm, okay, this is what we've been doing with this client. You know, how's the landscape change in business? What are some things that we could be taking advantage of? And, you know, sometimes those thoughts come quickly and they come quickly for me sometimes too, or they're, or they're just instinctive, or you might have that in the back of your mind and, you know, now's the time to roll that out. But at the same time, you know, outside of usually I have my moments when I'm brushing my teeth or something. <laughs> Pops. Yeah. And it can yeah. be a weird bill for that too. It's like, well, but you know, it's, that's part of your planning and strategy. So don't, don't feel like that's yeah. something that you don't take into account. I feel like that those thoughts do come quickly when you allow yourself the time to have them. Yeah. But if you're not yeah. allowing yourself the time to have those thoughts, you know, I book, I, I book strategic time into my calendar every week. So yeah. I have chunks of time where there's, it's an appointment, but I'm not, working on a deadline. I'm not in a meeting. I really am thinking because you have right. to let, you know, and I, over the years, especially over this past couple of years, I've really leaned into the value of that. Like mm -hmm. allow yourself some breathing room to just think mm -hmm. um, that could just be, you know, sometimes I'm, you know, walking around and just talking it out and kind of creative brainstorming with myself or mm -hmm. sitting like quietly and just, you know, maybe writing notes as I'm thinking of things and saying, hmm, what about mm -hmm. this? You know, hmm, could I do it this way? What would be better? Yeah. That's, that That's valuable. That's an investment. Absolutely. And I think it's, it's true a lot, especially starting out, you know, when you know you have certain numbers to hit every month to, you know, make the money that you need, you know, you can think, oh, if I'm not being productive, like as in at work output, then, oh, I just don't have time for other things. But, you know, you do. And again, I'm preaching to the choir a lot because, you know, you think, yeah, I should take a walk every day. Oh, I don't have time. Well, yeah, your brain can also be thinking about your clients while you're taking a walk. You know, not not to mention the professional development end of things. You know, you need to keep your tool sharp. And I, I love the old, it's not a saying, but what is it? The, the, the lumberjack who just keeps chopping away, chopping away, chopping away. He's not as productive as the guy who takes an hour to sharpen his axe. And you think, oh, you're resting. You're wasting your time. No, I'm not. 
I'm, I'm getting better. And, you know, and all these things are going to help your business grow. They're going to spark your creativity. You know, just, just seeing the way, you know, maybe other agencies and, and small, you know, solo shops are operating could give you, um, you know, inspiration. You know, think back to maybe some practices that you had done at the beginning and, and maybe lost sight of, um, you know, back when we were doing things in person. <laughs> I would occasionally set up shop at a coffee shop and just put out there, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm holding some open office hours. Come, come ask me a question or something. And not that that's necessarily going to bring a major contract, but you don't know. And, and it also kind of lets people that you exist know that you exist rather. Yeah. And I would actually say, you know, um, loosen the grip on your wallet. I mean, when I say invest, it's more than just investing your time. Invest your dollars. Um, I was talking with a small business owner um, and they were saying that, you know, they had done a little bit of marketing and, and didn't feel like they got the return from it. And I said, yeah, that's why, because it's not an activity that you can run one Facebook ad for one week and expect that all of these people are suddenly going to flood your business or, you know, that you can do, you know, one little, you know, marketing task and you do it one time and you think right. magically like it's going to change the world. It's an investment. Right. You need to invest in your business. So you invest in the marketing activity, but not only invest in it, you don't just set it and forget it. You you watch it, you monitor it, you track it, you improve it until you have like maximized mm-hmm. the ROI out of every piece of that marketing element that you're utilizing. So if you decide to invest in email marketing, it means that you're looking at every single thing and you're tweaking it and you're seeing, yeah. okay, does that get me better results? You're looking at frequency, you're looking at length, you're looking at design, you're looking at headlines. There's a lot more to it. And by the way, you might want to just invest in hiring a marketing professional who could do that for you. But again, a lot of times people are so busy over here counting the coins of what's going out that they fail to make that investment in your business and you're holding yourself back. So, you know, you're saying, oh, I don't have the money and I want to make more because if you are living a comfortable life, whatever comfort is for you as a solo, as a business owner, guess what? You're going to be happy. That's satisfying. That's the thing that we all hung up our shingle for because we wanted the flexibility. We wanted the freedom to choose who we work with. We wanted the freedom to really define the type of business we want, but you can't enjoy any of that if you're struggling financially Right. But to not struggle financially, a lot of times you got to bite the bullet and write the checks. Um, yeah. One of the most yeah. defining moments for me was several years ago when we had our very first solo PR pro conference. And I learned that I just wasn't charging enough money for what I did. And I learned that you got to invest in order to scale. And I that's when I brought in one of my very first contractors, like a continuous contractor, not just an occasional Mm -hmm. contractor. Writing those checks every month was the greatest motivation in the world for taking my business to a new level pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. You're paying people and that money is going out. Trust me, you are going to make sure on the other end of it, that business is constantly coming in, that you have a steady pipeline because it's scary. Like I was nauseous. For the first six months, like, 
And I oh, mean, yeah. you know, now when I think about how, you know, I write bigger checks and I write them to more people, it's a joy because I'm so thankful that, you know, I'm able to be a small part of somebody else's, you know, business. Right. But um, it it motivates me because I know like this, this ship has got to stay afloat because it's not just me. It's all right. of these other people too. And I don't want to affect their income. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, and I think, you know, you're probably, if you're listening, you're thinking, okay, great. Yeah, this all sounds great. Where do I start? Well, you know what? Why not treat yourself like a client? Because I find when I'm f- failing in these areas, it's because I'm not doing what I say. You know, I'm I'm not following what my advice would be to someone. So, you know, plan a little sit down with yourself. Cater in a box lunch to make yourself feel like it's official. Uh, <laughs> plan a little half day. You know, we've often talked about, you know, taking yourself for a little retreat. You know, even if it's a half day, is there a posh hotel nearby you've been eyeing up? I know I have. Um, you know, I think we're kind of at the point in the pandemic where you can probably do that safely. Uh, sit down with yourself, you know, do a little self audit on my business. What are my goals in the next year? What are my goals in the next six months? What steps do I need to take? Map that out and then just work the plan. You know, it's it's just step by step. I know with a lot of times... We can get overwhelmed. I mean, shoot, sometimes I get overwhelmed with my day and I see all that's on my list. And I just say, just do one thing at a time and you'll get there. So but I would also start. say, start to look at how you are spending your mm. time. Yes. So you look, I mean, again, I am a big proponent looking at the numbers. And I know like I hear solo PR pro people say this all the time. I'm not good at math. Get good at math. Um, math is your friend because Let's say I'm going to take a really, you know, just random number. Let's say that your billing rate is $150 an hour and you are spending three hours on average per client. Maybe you have five clients and you're spending three hours per client um, doing reports. Hmm. Hmm. Could you pay somebody $25 an hour to do those reports? Do you see the cost savings? So now you got your time back. You're less stressed. You actually are, because your time is being paid by you. (laughs) So you're paying yourself $150 to do a $25 an hour task. And it's really important to really get comfortable with that and say, does this make sense? Because it kind of doesn't, like you're overpaying for something. You personally, and, and I want you guys to really take this to heart. You personally, small business owner, solo PR pro, are not responsible for doing every job in your business. Amen. That's a hard lesson to learn. It's a really hard lesson. It, it, it can, can be. be. Yeah. It can be. You know, and it, and it's true. It's true. Uh, Chip just gave a shout out. Numbers. Yes. You know what? You know what go, numbers do? They create budgets. And budgets are things that can bring in money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I have to tell you, don't laugh, no judgment, but way back in the day, um, I was, I sold Mary Kay as like a side gig before love her because she taught me so much about relationships and selling, but that was one of the things that she really taught and instilled is to really know what your time is worth to value mm-hmm. that and to outsource and delegate the things that were not allowing you to use your highest value. And so mm-hmm. she even, you know, like in your personal life, she said, hire a housekeeper. Why are you cleaning your own house 
when you can pay somebody, you know, less amount of money than what you're making, because obviously she wanted women to be successful. I have two friends that are Mary Kay millionaires and they have been for many, many years and their mom was one and it's kind of been this family legacy. It's their only job. It's all that they've ever done. Um, Not all that they've ever done, but it's all that they do and have many, many years. But I think that that is, you know, if you need to sit down with yourself, write it down, sit with that, go take the retreat that Michelle suggested and remind yourself and start to look at your days. When I did an audit um, just, you know, probably about six months ago again, you know, I let some stuff creep back in and I thought, why am I doing this? I just need to have my assistant do these things because I don't have to do them. I don't have to keep my own calendar. I do not have to do the reports. There are things that I don't personally have to do. What I do need to be involved in is setting strategy for clients. I definitely need to be managing the overall account, making sure that things are going along as they do. I don't even have to do the pitching. I don't have to do the writing. I don't have to do everything. Um, So I want you guys to really, you know, think about that. Like it's not all on you and take the pressure off um, as you start to delegate things. And, and there are, inexpensive yet effective ways. Upwork, Fiverr, they can be your best Mm -hmm. friends. I promise you hiring people to create social media graphics and to pull together reports for you, hiring a VA that can do, you know, a little bit more for you. You can train them on things that you do in your business that you do over and over and over again. Do you send out agendas for your client calls that are like an agenda combination report, why can't a VA pull that together? If you give them the information and you're feeding it to them on a regular basis, why can't somebody else do that? If you have presentations or proposals, are there pieces of it that can actually be done by somebody else? Yes. Because they can create a template for you. They can do the design. The part that's really customized is addressing the, the client's need and the budgeting. Well, you can pull that together and then have somebody else bring it all together for you. I mean, just walk through and start to kind of make notes. Like, what am I doing in my day? Wow. And you'll find, and it's a little bit humbling when you discover how little your business really needs you to do the tactical work. Right. And I, you know, and I think sometimes that's a big mental um, hump to get over, right? It's like, well, if I'm not doing it, I don't deserve this. And, and you think, no, the value is what's between your ears, the value yeah. is knowing what the client needs or, you know, and of course it's not magic out of thin air, but it's our, you know, the wisdom over the years that you've gained and, and the way that you will have that time to keep, you know, to stay sharp of, of what opportunities there are to help your clients succeed. So, yeah. you know, again, you know, I can totally relate. It's like, Oh, well, I, you know, I couldn't possibly know, own it. You, you know, your stuff and, you know, if, if there's ease in that, that's because you're meant to do this kind of work. It's, it's you know, we, we don't choose a profession that's going to be difficult for us or things we don't know how to do or, or you know, or things that just aren't natural to you, right? So don't discount that maybe it comes a little bit easier to you. Well, great. Yeah. It still doesn't mean, you know, I mean, your surgeon's not going to give you a discount just because he can tie a knot really well. I, because he sutures, you know, he's the best suturer in the state. He's not going to say, well, it came easy to me. So, you know, I don't need to, that's free. Yeah. 
But your surgeon is not, you know, your surgeon is not your surgeon, scrub nurse, and anesthesiologist. Mm -hmm. Nobody has to do every job. You know, I met, um, I met this wonderful um, entrepreneur. She's been in business for a couple of years and she is, um, she's an analytics and data expert. So she Mm -hmm. runs a data-driven consulting business. Um, So she teaches other clients how to do this and how to use their analytics and metrics, even if you're small. And one of the things that she shared about her own business, which is a takeaway for all of us, is that she um, sets aside a few billable hours for the things that she really loves to do and Mm -hmm. that are really her areas of expertise. So for her, that's strategy and analytics. Everything else, everything else in her client engagements is done by contractors. Everything. Wow. So and so that's how she scaled is that she says, okay, and and then she uses that time to bring in more work. So she's bringing in more work and focusing her time there. And she sets aside a few hours. So that means like, maybe you have a client engagement that is, you know, 50 hours, maybe out of that 50 hours, there's five hours devoted to that thing that you're super passionate about, that you're really good at. And that gives you joy. That's a Mm -hmm. great way to start to look at it. But you don't have to do everything. You know, I, I see, you just you really don't, I promise you, it's okay. And when you start like paying other people to help you, I got to tell you, it gets a little addictive. And, you know, when you look around, I mean, the first time I looked around in the afternoon and realized that work was being done. Yeah. Things were happening. That's invigorating. <laughs> happening and I I wasn't doing it. And yeah. then I could actually go for a walk. It was, I can't even describe the joy to you. Like, oh my God, this is why I started my business. Right. I'm running a business. Oh my goodness. And, I'm you know, I love running. Things are happening. They're producing. (laughs) People are happy. And, and again, don't feel guilty about that because then there's that, you know, challenge in your head that you're like, oh, but you know, everybody else is working, but are you paying them to work? And are they working on terms if they're contractors? Yeah. They're doing what they do. They've taken their piece of it and they're managing it the way that they need to manage it for their own, you know, work-life balance, which may look different than yours, where's the guilt? You're actually paying them to do exactly what they're doing, but it frees you to have time. Mm -hmm. Beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. So true. So true. And, and I love that you brought in even personal life aspects because, you know, I'm looking at my gardens this year and I'm thinking, I don't want to weed that. (laughs) Who can I find to weed that? I did that last year. It wasn't fun. Didn't feel good. I know. First world problems. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have some wonderful gardeners that I know. I I know a few. Mary Barber is just, she's amazing and she really enjoys that. So what a joy for her to be able to have time to do that. There are some of you who love cooking. That is a passion for you. It it may, it's your happy place. It's, it's your stress reliever. When you want some time to try out new recipes and to yeah. be in the kitchen doing something that you love and not hunched over your computer like 52 hours a week, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't sounds- have hobbies, but that sounds kind of cool to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that's our goal this year. Hobbies. <laughs> yeah. That's a I whole other episode. Yeah, we I was trying to find one. Haven't found one yet. <laughs> It'll find you one day. <laughs> <laughs> I well, love that. <laughs> That is husband, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Like where? (laughs) I don't know. He's hiding. I don't know. Where are you? I think you got my hobby. (laughs) Maybe that is a hobby. Actually, I'll give a shout out to Jeff Gibbard. Look him up. He is another marketer, and. He, his hobby, of course, I think he does it, you know, he's, he, he does it for like a side hustle. <laughs> yeah. Writing dating profiles. And he has a really great success rate. That's so awesome. Check him oh, out. I'll yeah. have to give him a heads up that I gave him a shout out, but I thought, oh, really? <laughs> That's neat. That's very cool. So his hobby is helping other people find love. That's yeah. a cool hobby. Yeah, yeah. He's he he just posted that in the last week or so, and I thought, all right, all right. you know what? It worked for my resume. Maybe it'll work for this. Too. I if love I, that. I don't get brave cool. enough to do that stuff, but um, but yeah. So on that note, we have given you a giggle or two, as we always want to do, and Bell is chiming in. And uh, we hope also that we've inspired you a little bit because sometimes you just need a little pep talk. Sometimes you need the permission to do it. You know, we all get in our drudgery, work, 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 got to get the numbers in, blah, blah, blah. It's a pandemic. I'm freaked out. Remember why you became a solo. Remember why you do what you do. And, uh, you know, let us know. Hit us up at soloprpro.com if you are a solo. Please check soloprpro.com out check it out because there is a lot there uh the membership is so worth it you get to hang with lots of people like us which is either good or scary whatever it's all good but until next time thanks for joining us on that solo life Mm -hmm.